the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Jesus and his disciples left for the villages around Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he put this question to his disciples. Who do people say I am? And they told him, John the Baptist. They said, others Elijah, others again, one of the prophets. But you, he asked, who do you say I am? Peter spoke up and said to him, you are the Christ, and he gave them strict orders not to tell anyone about him. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man was destined to suffer grievously, to be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes, to be put to death, and after three days to rise again. And he said all this quite openly. Then, taking him aside, Peter started to remonstrate with him. But turning and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, because the way you think is not God's way, but man's way. He called the people and his disciples to him and said, If anyone wants to be a follower of mine, let him renounce himself and take up his cross and follow me. For anyone who wants to save his life will lose it. But anyone who loses his life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Jesus Christ. Jesus just asked the most important question that anybody could ever be asked. Who do you say that I am? And eventually Peter gave the right answer. But Peter would have a divine Christ, but not a suffering one. When Jesus said to them that he was to go up to Jerusalem to be arrested, to suffer, to be spat upon, to be crucified and eventually to rise on the dead, from the dead. Peter said, this will not be. And Jesus turned on him and said, get behind me, Satan. Imagine, in a minute and a half, Peter, personally Satan. Why did Jesus call Peter Satan? Well, if we go back to the beginning of our Lord's public ministry, in the temptation in the desert, there we will see that the essence of the satanic, the diabolical, is hatred of the cross of Christ. So Satan presents our Lord with three shortcuts away from the cross. First he said, look down there. 
these stones, they look like little loaves of bread. You have an instinct for hunger. You haven't eaten for 40 days. Forget about the cross. Other people have other instincts. Power, sex, whatever. Let them have their will. Let them follow their will. Let them do as they want. And that will win them over. But forget the cross. The second temptation in the desert is the spectacular, the marvellous, the extraordinary. Throw yourself down from this building and without getting hurt, people will be amazed. This will win them over. People love the spectacular. And if people get bored after a while, do something else. People send a, a rocket to Mars or something. The TV and the internet is full of the spectacular, continually changing. But forget about the cross. And then in this third temptation in the desert, The temptation to forget about our redemption, forget about the transcendent, live for the social, to do lots of work, good works, but forget about God. As it were, Satan took and showed him the globe and said, all this is mine, I'll give it to you. But forget about the cross. So Satan was trying to draw the Lord away from the cross. And this is exactly what Peter was doing. So Jesus called him Satan. Last Friday, we celebrated the triumph of the cross or the exaltation of the cross, that's to say the victory of love on the cross. I was in uh, Poland with some people from here. There was a group of 20 of us on pilgrimage to the Divine Mercy. We had a very wonderful pilgrimage. But we celebrated the triumph of the cross at the tomb of St. Faustina. The Exaltation of the cross is the victory of Christ's love. Christ took all the hatred, all the evil, all the sin and all the consequences, which is death. And he conquered these things in the power of his infinite love, breaking the bonds of death and rising from the dead. So Jesus redeems us through the cross, through his love in the cross, because what remains at the end of the cross is the love of Christ, this infinite love. Jesus invites us to follow him, 
to reject the temptations that Satan presents. He said, whoever wants to follow me, whoever wants to be a disciple of mine, must take up their cross and follow me. And in the end, the cross leads to victory, to the resurrection, to joy, to the joy of being one with Christ, to the joy of the victory of love. So this gospel, maybe we can read it again during the week and think about it. Think about these words, why Jesus said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. In the world today, which wants to reject the cross of Jesus, wants to reject any kind of sacrifice, to live for here and now, and forget about heaven, forget about our redemption, and forget about our eternal home. So we choose to follow Jesus, follow the way of love, follow his victory of love. And whenever the cross is presented, to receive it, and eventually the cross will turn to, to your glory. The cross is the way to glory, the way to eternal happiness in heaven.